You know, Frank, I've never been an overly religious man, you know? <laughs> I, I grew up in New Orleans, and, and uh, my mom and grandparents raised me in a Catholic school, and then I moved up to Mississippi, got raised in a Baptist society up there. So, you know, but it, it, religion is, is one of those things that's very personal, and I don't think you have to congregate to be religious, but, you know, why we're talking religion is, Frank, <laughs> you know, they say that Jesus... Uh, worked miracles. Yes, you know, and and I'm sure that's absolutely true. But, but after this this two series of of uh, this two cycles of of courses, all I can say about that is, Jesus didn't work 16 miracles in a weekend. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank from Snipers Hide and Staff Sergeant Taylor. How you guys doing? We had a blast of classes up here. June and July cycle were were just. Fabulous, but it ended on a high note with everything. Just a ton of fun. Um, good shooting coming in. We, we, we dodged some serious weather. I mean, all kinds of stuff. I mean, I don't know where even to start. Oh. Uh, it's just crazy. I had a really good time, man. Um, it's turned out to be a really busy summer for us. We only have a couple spots left nationwide, actually. Um, everything fills really quickly, with the exception uh, right now we got uh, three or four slots Left in Kansas, if anybody wants, or no, Nebraska. Me, in Nebraska, if anybody wants to shoot with us in Nebraska at the end of this month, twenty um, seventh, email me, you know, Sniperside Training at Gmail, and I'll get you in uh, a three day course there. That's one of our favorite venues, and it's not yeah, cool. yeah. You know, well, it's just because they usually you got to fly into Denver, I think, and then kind of cut over to uh, to Nebraska. But it's a great venue, great terrain, great winds, um, good people, good food. So it, it is kind of a little destination location for us, but people don't realize it because it's not something big on the map that they see. It's not like a cameo or, or a big location. It's just but that, you're, you're that cool shooting. Right, it's that cool shooting. No, I'm not holding the cup. You're not holding the cup? No, I, I, we blew it off. Um, I'm just not in the competition zone, so I'm just killing it. And okay. um, I just couldn't, I couldn't give it the time I needed to. And so I, t I talked to Jake not too long ago and basically killed it. All right. Well, back to Alaska. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had some. We had. We're seeing students come so far so fast. Um, I I I've coined a new phrase. Feats of precision rifle marksmanship. These guys are not just shooting well anymore. Sometimes they're showing us feats of precision rifle marksmanship. I mean, yesterday. Uh, this is most recently in my mind was yesterday when we when we just something we were looking for a little bit of time to kill because the mover that blink troll just we're done with that you're never going to see a blink troll in the hands of Frank and Mark ever again so we're not dealing with that mover yeah we're just, looking for some time to kill yesterday and you came up with that drill guys we're just going to shoot your dope all the way down the range we're going to start at 300 and you're going to bang steel all the way to a thousand and guys cleaned it mm-hmm cleaned it yeah you, that's thing in, that's that's thing that's but something borrowed rifles that's something instructors do that's borrowed rifles yeah, too. That too everyone who shot that other than aaron one vince borrowed rifle from jed yeah and aaron two borrowed rifle from you yeah so these are two guys who had borrowed rifles who had two days to learn with us and get familiar with this rifle because they didn't have anything to take to the class and then to um, take the instruction and go out on uh, yesterday and say, okay, you know, 
Let's and run do, their data run, run all the way data. from start to finish. Wind to the and we had 12 mile an hour winds, which were resulting in about a six mile an hour wind where we were. It was 12 miles an hour outside the range. What reached the range was pretty good compared to what we normally see up there. So these guys had to manage both a wind call and a um, and a uh, uh, elevation. So on data they just did on new stuff, and we basically said. March out till you miss. I gave them one mulligan to clean up. If they hit their mulligan, they can move on or continue to move on. But like Vince cleaned it, Aaron cleaned it. Uh, these guys cleaned it. It was incredible. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the kind of stuff that instructors do to show off. Right. You know, and some of them were using their reticles. Because we did a lot of reticle drills. We did a lot of reticle drills. So I saw a couple of them not even dialing at the three, four, five. They were holding their reticles and then they shifted to data. I mean, uh, I get it. That's what we do. But but they were just picking it up and doing it themselves. Mm -hmm. Man, it was incredible. Mm -hmm. The weaponized math, we're going to start calling it what? Gravity, gravity ballistic? ballistics. Or ballistic gravity or yeah, something no, like that. Gravity ballistics will become the brand name kind yep. of like on it. And I'm going to just, uh, so I'm saying it here first. We're going to take gravity ballistics. Somebody will steal it from us before we, but anyway, um, I'm going to grab that. And then we're going to start working the gravity ballistic model. Just to make it, the terminology with weaponized math, I think it gets lost in the trigonometry, generic kind of way. And I think people just dismiss, well, yeah, you know, the worm formula is weaponized math. This is weaponized math. That is weaponized. You know, your data is weaponized math. And to me, it's too generic. So uh, I basically was kind of scouring around, and I'm just going to create a gravity. You're just going to rebrand it. Yeah, I'm going to rebrand it. Yeah. But it's all the same, and then I'm gonna create sheets that people can use and have and download sheets, and we're gonna simplify our sheets uh, because we do things a little different with our sheets than you would do with the sheet. So we're gonna have a training sheet, and we're gonna have a data sheet for people that they can use and, and uh, do that. But the doping a rifle that way getting somebody out and then looking at their data being able to have it pre-trued to understand what you're looking at is really is a game changer when it comes to the education side of ballistics you're teaching someone how to dope a rifle and like from square one and they're able to do it and have success with it we had the perfect opportunity mm -hmm. we were it was our day off on wednesday our buddy james drayton was at the range he had two of his friends, Matt and a guy named Brad that we just met. And Brad had a giant 338 Norma, Norma. Yeah. on a, on a uh, not on a chassis, but on a stock. Basically a long range moose or bear hunting rig with great big bullets. And he was attempting to get data for it out to five or 600 yards. And he only had like four rounds left. And Frank and I walked up, we all chatted for a little while. And then I, I broke out a weaponized math worksheet and we said, okay, here's a perfect opportunity. This guy knows nothing about what we're even doing here. We had him hit the 300 on the line, which he did. We gave him data for that, 0.9. And then we, I said, now, Matt, do, multiply 0.9 by 1.75. And we came out with a number. Yep, 1.6. Uh, yeah. And, and he shot the four, hit it on the line. Matt, multiply that number by 1.45. Bang, on the line. And every, he was just, what are we even doing here? He, we, he didn't have the class or anything. We were hitting on the line with first-round hits, meaningful stuff to him because he only had four rounds left and he wanted to get to five, and they were, they were just struggling. But this worked 
absolutely perfectly. Yeah, and, and this is how it works every class, that we can take someone with unfamiliar bullets, cat data, whatever the case you may, rifle, and march we need them no out. Inputs. We need no inputs. And, and everybody can multiply one times 1.75 equals, you know, uh, whatever, then, you know, two times 1.45, and then three times 1.40. I mean, that's how simple it is, and it works regardless of MOA or Mills, because it's gravity. So we're gonna do the gravity ballistic thing, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna blow it out a little bit. I may even hire somebody to promote it, but um, we had 40 students. We passed a thousand. Yes. Since you and I've been been teaming up, we're at a thousand fifteen now. Our thousandth student was Scott Larson from Minnesota. Scotty, we'll call Scotty. Scotty. He's it's a he's a third time student. He uh, took our course twice. In, but he had problem. He had the yeah, savages. In he, Minnesota. He was our savage guy. Yep. So every time we were doing uh, from the road, uh, these podcasts from the road, in Minnesota, in that area, and we were talking about a savage going down and breaking and basically giving its owner a negative experience, Scotty was one of those savage owners. Well, he came twice. Both times the savage went down, out of spec rail screws, came loose, couldn't do his thing. You know, he'd, he'd get 20, 30 rounds in, and his rail would come loose every time. And so um, he got an AI. When he decided to come up here, he contacted me, and I sent him, uh, pretty sure I sent him to Mile High. I said, go to Mile High, get your AI delivered, and here's how you set it up. This is what we're going to put on it. Uh, sort of coached him uh, through it, through email and just through text. He shows up here, and he's a whole new person. Yeah. He had a fantastic experience. He I hammered. Mean, he he, hammered. I don't think he missed. No, he, he hammered all down the line. His equipment made all the difference, but he was so frustrated that – that in the past, when we experienced Scott, we experienced a frustrated human being. But now he's—I he, mean, he was—he had such a good time, and he stayed all four days, mm -hmm. and, and just had a wonderful time. And we did a PR two one two. Yeah, we were we, back to it, back. It took us—it took us about two hours. We got the blink troll working for PR one and two, so the PR two people had a good experience with the mover. Um, we got a lot of good shooting in with the mover with them, and then. Uh, we had a, yeah, yesterday. we had a class yesterday, and it refused to work. It, it, the software this time, the unit turned on, the unit did everything it was supposed to do. We'd turn it and say, you know, upload run sequence, and it would say, sorry, I'm busy right now. I don't have time for you. It and needs a go button on the damn motor. Go. And it runs to the other side of the range, and then it trips a little switch, and then turns around and comes back. And we, the only way to turn it off should be? You got to reach up there and hit the hit the off button when it comes back. To you. Mm -hmm. you know, it just should be that easy. I mean, because it it, it really is. It works. Very clean to work. It yeah, works. When it's working, it's very we, clean. We and, and honestly, it was one of the, it wasn't swinging. It was one of the best experiences in the PR one. That plate paired to it perfect. Yes. We the had weight a, of that plate. We we had a really good plate on it. It paired to it perfect, and it was an excellent experience shooting it. Well, when we did it, which is why, you know, it's like, hey, we'll spend two hours trying to get it to work. If it'll work. Yeah. And it's just like, man, you're killing me, dude, with this software. And, and, and it's just, sorry, I'm busy right now. We reset it. I pulled the batteries. I restarted the tablets. I mean, it's like every stupid little thing I can think of to, to um, I even did a boot, reboot it. 
you know, and, and it's still, sorry, I'm busy. I can't work with you right now. It's like, you were working two days ago. Mm. What are you doing, man? So that's that. I'm yeah. done with that. But, but man, I can't describe the experience we had this, this, uh, this week. And uh, honestly, look at your bags. How many are in line and how that's fixing stuff? All the, all the uh, students your, have. Your, your huge number of bags. You haven't talked to anybody on the podcast in a while about your bags. I mean, no. you're 750 in now? I'm 750 plus. I just sold, we sold, I took 20 up there with me and got rid of 18 of them. Uh, but all the students had uh, convert to my bags because they see how it's working for the next guy next to well, them. Here, what you're able to show them the difference between their bag and where it's suffering them and your bag and how it won't. You can actually physically take that bag they're using and say, look, this is where it fails. This is what's going on. You're having to do this to get this to support this way, where this bag just supports that way, and you don't have to do yeah. these little things. I fill them full, and I have to hand close them. That's, yep. that's, the, that's the thing that nobody wants to do, and, and I'm fine with that because I don't mind. I sit here and, and hand close bags and ship them off. I've got... I was receiving orders while we were up there, and I'm emailing those guys saying, hey, man, sorry, but I'm training right now. I'm going to get your bag out on Monday, you know. So orders that are coming, just, just, it's incredible, Frank. Uh, there's a thread on the hide. If, if you can't find them, look, I make three bags. I make, I make the answer bag, which is absolutely the answer. For anywhere near level shooting, it's the answer. It's, it's firm. It fills your hand. I want you to gorilla grip it, and, and it will... It will eliminate problems you don't know you have. And then I've created the compromise, which is a little bit smaller. For when you want to angle that answer bag, instead of angling it, use a smaller bag. That's my compromise. And then I made a grande for those guys with the really deep uh, space between the ground and their, and their stock. Uh, the grande is perfect for them. But... Um, it's on pay. We sell them through PayPal. Uh, get a hold of me. When we do Alaska gravity Precision ballistics, we'll put them on the PayPal. website for gravity yeah. too, because they're part of that solution. Yeah. You you pair because where the error comes in with weaponized math is usually because the shooter created a hinge with their bag and their muzzle rose, and so they've compromised their data in some way or another through improper fundamentals, the bipod bag relationship, and that angle and recoil, which then makes the data shift. Well, Mark's bags fixes that. So we're gonna kind of combine all that stuff together. So you'll be able to look at the weaponized math under the gravity ballistics and the charts we're gonna do, and um, then pick up bags. You know? Snipershidetraining at gmail.com if yep. you can't, if you can't, just can't find me, that's where to find me, so. Snipershidetraining at gmail.com. What else we got, Frank? We got, I mean, we got, it's, it, we had a couple breakdowns. Um, well, look, we had a scramble the first day with Ravi and, and uh, how efficient we are. So we had three students who came to class hour late. Yeah. They missed the fundamental eval. But they were friend, personal friends. friends of mine. So Actually, he's my long doctor. He's, he's right. My, so he's, wait yeah. a minute. So like, so then we go out and we had big class, 17 people on the line with them. And when we get to the line now. Their guns aren't put together. Scopes aren't on it. They're borrowing a scope. They're doing all this. So now, in the middle of, okay, guys, we're going to start. And we're not shorthanded, but we don't have as many people as we have in the past. It's, it's Mark, I, or, you know, me, Mark, and Steve. And Steve's there to help and do that. We were able to keep up and put everybody. We got 100% of our stuff done with three people showing up and being on the line with three rifles not put together 
Well, one rifle was put together, but the scope broke. We had to switch it. Right. And so we had to take care of three people, 45 extra minutes, and we were 100% caught up. We, we went 45 minutes over time. So instead of being done at 4 o'clock, we were done at 4.45. And we managed to get everything done with that scramble of, wait, what, you showed up and these guns are apart? Oh, scope, scopes are tracking. We did the yeah. scope tracking tool. We did all of it. We uh, Scopes are tracking. They, since we started exposing scope tracking issues, scopes are tracking now, gentlemen. They're, 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 uh, they've come a long way. Um, we didn't have any problem with that. You know, uh, uh, rifle setup and our tracking tool works, man. We're, 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 we didn't spend many, much time well, there. We're, like, we're able to fix problems before they start. You had a phone call today. What was your phone call today, and what did the guy say? Yeah, a guy he, wanted me to take his rifle apart. He, uh, put it back I mean, together. just explain it. From phone call start to finish in about him going to another class yeah, he, and how, why he called you to do something. So he, just, he, went yeah. to, he went to another uh, precision, person, rifle class. precision rifle class, and they weren't able to handle him at all. They weren't able to fix his problems. We he couldn't get zeroed, and he left. Yeah. And so he called Mark, and he goes, I want you to take my gun apart. I hear you're the man. Yeah. I said, we are the men, and, yes. And, and he goes, I want you to take my gun apart and put it back together and torque it correctly and make sure, and it's a custom rifle, he said. And he said he had some money, new job, good job, all that, you know, all those boxes. You wanted me to spend time with him one-on-one. -on -one. Right. Hey, would you just take me to the range? I said, you don't have enough money. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and anyway, <laughs> the, the guy said they couldn't get him zeroed. So he wanted to take a new custom rifle completely apart and put it back together through Mark. He wanted Mark to look at it and then take him out and do it because he went to a course and they couldn't even zero him they up. They failed him. Yeah. I mean, that's the reality of what's out there in a lot of ways, you know. So, I mean, that's something to consider is that not only did we fix problems, but we, we don't have problems on the line like that. We know how to take care of them. We know how to solve them. If something's going to go down, like your scope isn't tracking, Robbie's scope didn't track. It, 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 something messed up with it, and it only went halfway, like nine mils, if that, not even. It was like yeah. seven. It went to nine, stopped. Yep. And, and you kept cranking on it. It was a uh, Steiner. Yeah, but uh, yeah. weird an M, because the M's never break. The M's are actually, Steiner M's are usually really good. But Mark put it on the tool, started running it. About halfway, the turrets, the reticle stopped moving, and yet the turrets were still turning, and it wasn't going anywhere. So we immediately pull that scope. We got spares in the rings ready to go. We put a spare on the rings, and then we just roll right into our zeros that way and get people, uh, you know, taken care of. Yeah, but you can't hold up 17 people for one guy. No, and we don't hold up 17 people for one guy. And that's, the, that's what I'm saying, the beauty of it. Not only can we fix problems, you know, it's, it's like that. Even with Scotty's rifle, we tried to lock tight it and do that. But because those holes were out of spec, they shook loose. We can't fix that on the line. I can't fix out of spec screw holes. And when your base comes loose every 20, 30 rounds and you start shooting all over the place, there's not a lot we can do other than, say, get another gun. And we do have loaner guns at times. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just it's crazy. Uh, the things that are out there that could be seen. So. Old Sacco TRG-22 from probably 10 years, 11, 12 years well, ago. Well, we should talk those S-20s, too, because we had a whole Oh, yeah. We had a, in June, we had a whole uh, class full. Of, uh, I've got a, um, a personal friend.
who brought his corporation through, uh, about seven or eight guys, Alaska was the name of it, and Sean Jensen is the guy. He brought his, uh, his crew through, and he, in, as a bonus sort of like for him for the year, he bought five or six of them uh, new, brand new Saco S20s. And so we had a line full of Saco S, half full of Saco S20s, and they shot the lights out. I, that was for a 11, nice rifle. For dollars It's like a crossover hunting tactical looking. Like, it looks tactical, but, like, every element to it is hunting because it's a lighter barrel. It's got split rings and kind of top feet a little bit. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's lighter. It's like it's kind of a step above a Tika. Because it's $1,200, but it's very similar, just not in the Tika line, I guess. But we had good results with them. And then we had another one that came in because mm -hmm. you sold a couple, I guess. Yeah. And um, yep. we saw at least 10 S20s come through, and they were all excellent shooters. They even have. So it's the hunting style stock, the plastic, where the action screw like at the back of the stock goes, and it's a swept back stock, it's not a pistol grip, but where that goes, they even put a thumb shelf. They have a little bitty add-on mm -hmm. thumb shelf that goes no, in. No, no, the S20's got a, yes. it's like a TRG, it's got the straight down grip. Did it have, I thought yes, it had more got, of a sweat, no, no, it, but it has a thumb shelf. Yes. Yes. They thought of everything is what yeah. I'm saying, and, and for 1200 bucks, go buy them, man. Go find them and buy them. Euro's got them. Euro's yeah, Euro Optics. Out. They still got all calibers. Go buy them. Six five PRCs. They were hammering, uh, man. They did really well. Those S twenties and they were cool looking guns, man. They look tactical. I'm out of the suppressor business. I'm getting out of the gun business. I'm moving to Mississippi, Frank. Mm -hmm. I'm from Mississippi originally, and my mom needs some help down there. She's 78 years old, and and she needs she needs a little bit of help. Hey, man, your parents gave you the first 18 years of your life. When they're in need in the last five, the last 10 years, you got to be there for them. I mean, they were here for us, taking us out of diapers and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to be there for them. So I'm going to move back to Mississippi, leaving Alaska. I didn't come up here to die anyway. I've been up here 23 years and, and love this place, love every, everything and everybody about it. But I got got to get back home to Mississippi. Where's the city, the ranges you go to? People Man. can kind of find you, pop into you on some Gun Mississippi. Line. Gun line is in Carthage, Mississippi. I visited them a couple times. And I'm going to become a member there as soon as I get there. That is the most beautiful range. It's pristine. It's beautiful. It's, it's, it's benched in. It's covered lines. Uh, it's concrete. Uh, it's incredible. They got a classroom, an outdoor classroom. They're a suppressor dealer. They got a little clubhouse where they uh, a pro shop where they sell all kinds of stuff. Man, it's just a gem. And, and uh, Gunline, if you guys are in central in the uh, south United States, in the center, man, Gunline is a beautiful range. Call them and see what you, what you can do for them. I think you got to become a member to shoot there because they don't want riffraff. They don't want the, you know, they don't want the everyday. Yeah, yeah. I you, don't know. Yahoo. They, they just want precision, precision long range rifles. Yeah, so we're going to see. Mark will be kind of setting up shop down there, and we'll be kind of retooling a little bit of the way the classes work. And, you know, just because he'll, he'll have more access to move Instead around. Instead of flying in, I'm going to be driving in, mm -hmm. you know. I'm taking the van through Canada. Well, it Canada. gives you opportunity when little things pop up where it's not worth it to come down from Alaska, but it might be worth it to drive now. So you can open opportunities yep. like the Expo and pop in there because that's in Navasota, Texas, Houston. You're not that far from Houston. Not, not at all, yeah. And it's only right there so you could pop in and do little things. And and so, yeah, I mean, there's... Um, there's I'm going to be centrally located, basically. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm going to drive to Frank, Colorado, 
stop seeing my grandson along the way in Kansas City. It's just going to give me more life. Up here, you're sort of limited by travel. Travel is a big deal. And down there, travel is going to be a drive. It's all it is, man. It's just a drive. Gas is inexpensive by uh, considering the cost of flights right now. Shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we're going to open up more. It's going to open up more opportunity for you guys to see us. You need to see us because, man, we're getting old. And, and once we're gone, yeah. Well, where's the know. original thought, guys? I mean, where is your original thought? If you're if you're I a long range uh, rifle instructor, hit me with your original thought. I want to see. Yeah. It. What's what's new and good that isn't coming from us? That's out there. That's different. It's really not that much different. It, it, it's working the tripods and and you know even extending out is what we did before when the tripods weren't that good. So it's like, do you extend out? Do you balance center? Do you do this? Do you, it's it's not a whole lot. I mean, we are working stuff with wind, and we're looking at some wind things that'll combine with weaponized math. I think if I can pull in the Chris Way wind stuff and work it with the math, the weaponized math and the, and the gravity ballistics, it'll give you an easy way of elevation and windage. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's our, what our goal is. is can't, to, can't wait to meet Chris Way. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's innovative, and, and he has original thought. And, um, he thinks outside the box. Yeah, that's 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 the whole point. You know, we, we, it, it's like the running game of telephone. Your uncle and your grandpa took you to the range, and now that's all you are. You, you, there's got to be something new. There's got to be something better. And, um, yeah, I can't wait to meet him. I'll, then, I'll meet um, him at the end of the month. Yeah, I'll good shout-out to Steve again. Steve really kind of rock stars for us and has been our anchor up here in Alaska. Steve Haight. Yeah, Steve Haight, man. And Diz, we got the dog. Diz is always there. Just She's all part of it now. Beautiful dog. Yeah, yeah. He's her shepherd's all service dogged out, and um, she just does a heck of a job uh, moving around and super good dog. The range gave me a lifetime membership, man. Nice for all the people I brought up there. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, and I really appreciate that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to donate my. You see this moose right here? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna try to donate that 58 inch bull. I got a big uh, shoulder mount of a 58 inch bull. They were gonna build a new clubhouse up there, and a new range house classroom thing. I'm gonna see if I can donate that to them and. And just dress the place up. So, I mean, that's that's good juju. I mean, we had, we had moose right in the um, swamp twice. Yeah. Uh, guys walked down from the class. I mean, this is the beauty of Alaska. Guys, guys walked down, checked the hundred yard, and they turned to the left to the swamp there. And there's a moose walking right across. You know, in the middle of us shooting. So yeah. they have that experience. Somebody hit a calf, like the first or second night we were there, coming down the highway, and the car was just split open, and it was a calf. Yeah, and that's a bummer. Yeah, it was totally split in half uh, as far as that goes. But the moose were around. We saw quite a few of them again. Uh, there's a couple pictures I put up of here and there with some of them. But no, these, these students, I mean, you look at Alex, the guy we called May Game. There was nothing that dude couldn't hit. Totally. It, 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 like Mark was saying, there was people that were having feats of marksmanship and they're coming up to you like, hey, I'm new, I don't, what do I get? And it's like, buy this rifle. Okay, they buy that rifle. They come to PR1, they want to come to PR2, they come to 2. And by the end of 2, they're just hammering everything, stacking rounds. Cole Anderson. Yeah, Cole. Cole's amazing. We shot, we shot clay pigeons off the 1015 berm on day today, or at PR2, and Cole's first shot a clay pigeon. Second had, shot. It was three rounds, maximum three rounds. Second shot. Clay another pigeon. clay pigeon and then shot two inches off the left side of yeah. another clay pigeon yeah i mean this guy was cranking him out there he was he was he was a total hammer yeah we, we've got shoot better shooters than i am 
and then you are. We're yeah, just yeah. consistent. Our we're eyes are dead is what it we're is. Very consistent. Your eyes are good, but no, my, my eyes are dead. My neck's bad. Now, yeah. I, now I can't. My neck's going bad. I got a pinched nerve. Anyway, enough of the old man games. But, but we're creating better shooters than we are. Yeah. And, and I'm a good shot. And, and, and we're creating better shooters than we are. I think that's not, damn, we better back up. We're teaching Cole too much. pays attention. Cole watches yeah. everything we do. Cole comes back and, and learns and fine-tunes and finesse. And Cole will sit right next to me during dinners. And he's not over the top, but he's like, hey, I got a little question. Hey, I got a little question. How would you do this? Hey, and, and you know what I mean? So he maximizes the class by taking the time to pick our brain and then to execute, I mean, if even you see when we're doing stuff, he's behind us on glass. If we were doing something where we weren't on mm -hmm. glass that way, Cole was on glass. Yeah. You know, and we, and, and, hey, guys, if we don't mention your name, it doesn't mean you're not meaningful yeah. or memorable. It's just certain things stick out. So, so everybody was appreciated. And we had a fantastic time. We know we had a great line. We had no we had zero issues. I mean, Robert come back and in um you know he's a, he's a uh, was it Kotzebue? He lives, Western, he lives up in Kotzebue. We've yep. seen him in you've seen him in in Colorado. We've seen him all over the place. Robert, he's he's a he's a gem. Mm -hmm. He comes to town and sits in my store sometimes, and and uh, we appreciate you guys, man. It's a good community. And it really what, is. What I like is that we remember you, we know you, we see you often, or we see you again, and it's meaningful. I don't just get to experience you and then you go away. I never see you again in my life. Some of you guys come back. You know, we've had 1,015 students now, and probably about 100 of them we've seen more than, more than twice. Yeah, sometimes. easily, easily. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's an experience, and it, it resonates, it works. And, and what I like is the improvement we see. We see people improving. It's not a question of, like, does this work? Is this valuable? Are they getting their money's worth? Absolutely. Everyone to a man says so. I mean, heck, a quote. One of the guys said, man, weaponized math makes us look better as students yeah. because they're not struggling. Yeah. You know, no it, frustration. Yeah, no frustration. They don't, they're not distracted. Actually, confidence. Yeah. Because they're getting centerline hits at the next yard line, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of confidence there. So with confidence comes a greater ability to learn because now your mind's free. You're not clouded with, oh, well, boy, I'm it, not performing. It's something as simplistic as it is. I dialed something on my scope. I shot and impacted the way I was supposed to, confirming that what I dialed on was correct. Then I executed correctly by hitting the line. Then I'm going to take that number on the scope. I'm going to do a simple math formula. I'm going to take the new number that I generated and repeat it. And it happens again. So like you're saying, even though it might be simplistic, I'm multiplying... 1 times 1.75 to get my new number. That's still a process that they're doing themselves mm -hmm. and that they still so they're see. Helping. They're not just receiving a data, yeah. next data. They're actually helping ga gather their own. Right. Yeah. They're learning the skill and doing it themselves. And it's like, do this, then do this, then do this. Like I'm One of the things with explaining weaponized math to someone, to a person lately, because we're digging in deeper to your mindsets and what's going on, but explaining it, somebody to a person is saying, when you tell me about it, it's confusing. But when I do it, it's so easy and the light bulb goes off immediately. But when you talk about it, it doesn't sound right or it doesn't sound simple. And I'm kind of going to where it has to be like a pictogram now. 
like your turret to one, the target to 300 yards being hit on a water line, then multiplying those two things times 1.75 to move your turret to 400. You know what I mean? So it almost has to be a visual explanation because it is literally that simple. But saying, oh, you're going to do this and the X factor and do that and that, people are like, way too many numbers. But if you say, dial your turret to this, shoot the target, hit waterline. If you're not waterline, you're going to make a small adjustment. And then that's your new number because you're pre-truing it. Pre-trued, waterline, now multiply it. That's your next starting point, which is going to put you within six inches at distance of where you're aiming. And that doesn't happen. And that's where the problem comes in. Because even if you give somebody software and give them a 600-yard target, they could be shooting all around it and have no clue where they're hitting because right. they don't know what the computer right. did for them. They don't understand how the computer Cause works. Because in there, it's voodoo. Right. It's, it's a, and, you know. and so it's like now you got to go back to the computer, and they're going to start crunching 12 different variables they put in. The muzzle velocity, the BC, the sight height, the, the uh, twist rate. The, you know, the they're going to check Where did every, I go wrong? Where did I screw it up? Why isn't it? And they don't understand truing it. We're giving them pre-true data that they can visually see on the plate. I mean, even with the guys yesterday from Davis, we, we cleaned them up. We did a bunch. They had some old shooters, new shooters, so it was a mix. And Mark's like, some of them plates are dirty. I ran down the line. I whited every plate perfect, completely clean white plate. I didn't grit it. I didn't fancy it. I didn't do anything but white plate. Then I drew a single fluorescent orange stripe. Down in the lower corner, I marked what yard line it was, a three, a four, a five, a six, and so on, because every plate looked identical. And then I let them follow up and shoot on their own and we did the reticle and the stuff and how waterline was everybody checking it. Because that's when you did the dope and that's when you did the dope part of your, or the drop part. And we clean people up and check it. My hip I, pocket lesson plan yes. on, on the drop between yard lines and gravity's effect. It opens eyes. It's, 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 a, it's a good piece of original thought. Yes, what it is. yes. I mean, you know, basically it's just some really simple math. But then it allows the student to take his sheet back to his bench and visualize and it. And visualize it. He does his own drops, and then he comes to you and says, here, here's, here's where my here's data's off. Here's a mistake. Off. Here's my student telling me where his data's off, and then I say, let's go correct it. And then we go hammer it out, and then he's got perfect data. Now he's got something he can take back to his computer and true his computer, and then the computer's a good source. We can see the errors in your data before you leave, and we make sure we see that. So when you're doping out as one of 17 people, and an error appears, maybe the strike was higher or lower, something was off. But there's a hitch in your data. We then give you tools to find the hitch in your data. We show you how to visualize that and then fix it. And then it's like, my data flows. And these guys are coming back and waterline hitting because the data's good. Yep. You know, it's rock solid for them. And it's not nudging and moving and being very... Uh, no, it's a good deal. Yep. We got to no get more, going. Uh, some of the hitches, uh, diving in the bag. Yeah, you know, yeah. Soft bag, I fixed that. I bought a Husqvarna sewing machine and fixed that. So we're fixing your problems, even if it takes more learning to sew. Yeah. You know? Well, I got to take off to the airport in a minute, guys. Um, great week or two months up here in Alaska. 
It was amazing classes, amazing students, big block of classes. See Mark down in the lower 48 pretty soon. We're going to be in Nebraska in two weeks. 28, 29, 30 We've Got like July. three slots that are available. Everywhere else is full. Colorado's overflow the week later. We're over capacity in a way um, in Colorado. And then we just have big classes everywhere going on again. We got a police officer coming up from Brazil. Yep. Yep. That, that's going to be fun. Uh, I think two of them, maybe. maybe yeah. One of them's already here or something like that. So we're looking forward to you guys. Um, it'll, it'll be really, really good. And um, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for being part of the Everyday Sniper. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. We'll see you in Colorado. Soon. Yep. Later.